The Hundred Marathon Club by Darren Smith The world is changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Much that once was is lost, for none who live remember it. Hold on. Actually, most people do. But it was way before the 100 Marathon Club quest was a mere thought that hadn't even begun to speculate about the merest possibility of crossing my mind. And I used to run a lot of halves back in the fading recollections of the past. It was the first distance I signed up for. The Amsterdam Half 2012, with my then wife, my best friend, and her friend Andy from RBS, the Royal Bank of Scotland, or the UK's most hated bank. I hadn't planned to run the Royal Parks half a a fortnight earlier, but I did. Wearing the orange of the MS Society, who then harassed and harangued me for not being able to fully reach the charity pledge target. Come on, people. What's your problem? It's a half. People aren't going to sponsor me to run a half. And they didn't. And the Royal Parks is a massively oversubscribed London race, overhyped, whilst on a great route, in my honest opinion, um, taking in Hyde Park and the Mall and Buck House and Westminster, but it costs more than most marathons I've done. It is ballot entry. And last time I ran it, it was partnered by Lululemon, meaning that the race leggings were well over 120 quid, and the stuff of yummy mummy Range Rover drivers whose French au pair refuses to cook for little Harry and Scarlet, so she has to also employ an Indonesian housekeeper to do all the hard work. So that was 120 quid plus... I think the race is about 80. And I injured myself after the Royal Parks, that first time of running it. I have run it three times now. But then, whilst heading for food, McDonald's, I seem to remember, and probably the last time I ate McDonald's, of all things, uh, by Charing Cross Station, I um, stepped down straight from the curb and I jarred my knee. And what that meant was that when I ran the Amsterdam half a fortnight later, I was sporting the kind of leg support that you would ordinarily see on shire horses. But, again, I also did that race too. It was my first ever target race, and I used the ASICs or ASICs or or ASICs, depending on your proclivities plan taken from their website as a basis for my half marathon training and i do kind of recommend the plan it was pretty good 
halves have allowed me to experience overseas races, and they allowed me to experience them quite early in my running life. I wouldn't travel too far for a 10k, not further than Yorkshire anyway, the land of Larkin, but a half. I've run halves in the Netherlands. Now, Amsterdam, obviously, Edinburgh, Dublin, Paris, New York, New Orleans, Disneyland in Florida at 10.30 at night, and Cape Town at the famous Two Oceans, where I was an international ambassador for the race, and somehow, at the international friendship run the day before, I represented Malta, as I ran with Haley Gebrselesi. Luxembourg Half was my first night race, and I also ran around a NASCAR arena in five inches of icy water and a hailstorm in North Carolina. I ran through old steam train tunnels outside of Bath, in the UK's longest underground race at the two tunnels, and I highly recommend that one. It is quite unique. And Dartford Half was the first ever race that I ran without the aid of music. I ran the rock and roll halves too in Edinburgh and Dublin before they were cancelled. Edinburgh was one of my first, and was my first ever uh, meet-up or tweet-up with new friends from social media, meeting at a pub on the Royal Mile, on the cobbles that we would run over the next day, in weather that the locals would describe as being pretty gash. Dublin was the first time I met up with fellow medal whore and magpie, Marty Ewers, as we both chased 100 medals in those early days of running. If you did more than one race at the weekend, and there was a 5k and a family run and a half marathon, um, you got a third medal, an encore medal. If you did multiple rock and roll races over the course of the year, then you got a world rocker medal. I ran the Liverpool Rock and Roll Half, and it was the first proper hardcore drinking running weekend, with a 10-hour drinking session starting at my, my hotel, the Hilton, and ending at the Pump House near the Albert Dock with Stevie Mack, drunk, and Charlie Brown, and Samwise Baxter asleep on the table and not joining me in que- questioning the buttless chaps of a local boy. I never got to run Rock and Roll Lisbon before they binned it. And now I have run the Madrid Rock and Roll Marathon, I don't think I will go back to Spain to complete the set of European Rock and Roll halves. In the time between pulling out of the Berlin Marathon in 2013, the one that should have been my first and running it as my first in 2015, I ran 25 half marathons. They started as a stepping stone to the full. It is that whole doubling distances thing we all go through on our running journey. We start with a couch to 5k, 5k to 10s, then 10k's to the half. 
It was always a question of not knowing how far you can go without actually testing yourself. It is like an exam at school. You don't know, or so you don't think that you know anything when you go into the exam room. But then after sitting at a desk and putting down your pencil case and your pack of polos and your lucky gonk, turning over the question paper and reading it the first time, at that point you realise that you know a lot more than you thought you did. The idea of running a half marathon, 13 miles, 21 kilometres, when you've only run a 10, can be quite daunting. After all, it is more than double the distance. But again, it's just that you don't know how far you can go until you test yourself. Mentally, I think that this is the toughest part of running, the not knowing how far you can go. But you do it. And thinking about it, running for 90 minutes to two and a bit hours is very doable for a half marathon. You feel like you have had a bit of a workout, but you aren't mentally scarred by your, the time in your head or bruised by the time on your feet. Other than that one that I did in North Carolina, I finished it 30 minutes slower than normal due to a freezing rain and then hailstorm. And I was so frozen, I couldn't open the car door at the end of the day. And so when I finally got back to the hotel, I showered. I put on a full set of dry clothes and I got into the bed. I then put the spare blanket on top of the duvet. And then the towels and the spare towels from the bathroom. And then I just dumped my suitcase and poured all of my clothes on top. I was under all of these clothes and layers like the princess and the pea. And my teeth were still chattering. I have other memories of half marathons too. I felt bad at the Hastings half. I wore a new small hydration pack as it was really hot. It was the summer or late spring and I was 30 pounds overweight, certainly 30 pounds more than I am now, more running manatee than running man. And there was these three guys who were taking the piss about me wearing it. So I felt very self-conscious and then I decided to drop it back at the hotel, which was right by the start of the race. At the Torbay half that went actually by my mother's hotel, she was supposed to come out and meet me at the end. Although when I finished and waited and waited and waited and waited before calling, I discovered that she was too busy to come and see me at the only race that is anywhere near where she lives. So like I say, I have these memories of half marathons. Not marathons, halves. I travelled a lot to run them. I've run them on three continents. But I do still see it as a vanity distance when you get there. Not the first time. Obviously, no, not the first time. Because that is a real challenge. Stepping up from 10 to 21k. That's a real leap of faith. And you would have needed to dig deep there. But once you get there, and you start getting comfortable. Remember, I did 25 in two years. I was running 
one a month, as well as other races. So what you do is you've reached a point where it is a challenge, but it's just not much of one anymore. You feel like you've had a workout, but you aren't completely exhausted. You're not spent. You're actually pumped, like you are after a good gym class or a spin class or a a hefty morning shit. You earned that pint and that pub lunch, But again, the problem with halves is they tend to start at 9 to 9.30. So depending on when you finish, you're still an hour or two away from lunchtime. So then you have to hang around until the pubs open. Unless you want brunch. Hmm. But then who wants Eggs Benedict and a Virgin and Bloody Mary after a half marathon? I'm not on Made in fucking Chelsea. So... If you were on your running journey and you were nearer to the start of that journey than the heights you were aiming for in the far distance, if you are now running 10Ks and you're running them with greater ease and are toying with the idea of signing up for a half marathon, then do it. It may seem a long way. I know it's just over double a 10 But in the scheme of things, as I've said before, it is just a stepping stone on the way to the marathon and beyond. 